This is KMTT. This is Ezra Bick. Today is Tuesday. The weekly Shiur Maban on the Pasha. The Pasha of the week is... Good question. The Pasha of the week is, uh, is Ha'azinu, but we're not going to be reading Ha'azinu. It it's Shabbat Rosh uh, Hashanah. And next week there'll be a Shiur on Pasha Ha'azinu. So, I thought we would take uh, advantage of the situation and find something from the Ramban about Rosh Hashanah. Now the truth is that every week when I speak about something from the Pasha, I have the luxury of being able to choose one Ramban from the entire Pasha. Which means that I really can find the Ramban right away. Something in the Ramban. And the whole Pasha will be one Ramban that I'll talk about. Tell me to speak about Rosh Hashanah limits me somewhat uh, strongly. But nonetheless, I went back to Pashat Emol, to the Ramban on Rosh Hashanah. And that is going to be the subject of our discussion today. Sefer Vayikra, Parshat Amor, Perek Gimel, Pasuk Chav Dalid, where we find the uh, Pasuk, which basically defines what Rosh Hashanah is. And so the Pasuk says, Vayidaber Bnei Moshe Limor, Pasuk Chav Dalid, Daber El Bnei Yisrael Limor, Bechodesh HaShvi'i, Be'echad LaChodesh, Yelachem Shabbaton, Zichron Teruah Mikra Kodesh. The only thing, the only two psukim at all about today we call Rosh Hashanah, and what the Pasuk says is Yelachem Shabbaton, which could apply to any Yantav. What's special about this day? Zichron Teruah Mikra Kodesh. Four words. Mikra Kodesh doesn't really mean very much special either, or the Yom Tov Mikra Kodesh. So the only one, in fact, two words. Zichron Teru'ah. The Ramban is going to have to explain, or any commentator will have to explain, what does the word Zichron mean? We're used to talking about Zikaron on Rosh Hashanah, but it's not at all clear what the word means. Zikaron and uh, Teru'ah, we know what Teru'ah means, but we don't know why, what the purpose is, what's the connection to this day. None of that is known. The combination expression, Zichron Tua, the remembrance of a blast, of a blowing, doesn't make any sense at all. And the Ramban begins by quoting Rashi, a very famous Rashi, famous because Ramban attacks it so strongly, who says that Zichron Tua means Psukei Zichronot Upsukei Shofarot. Lizko lehem, Akedat Yitzchak, Shekarev Tachtav, Rashi says that Zichron Tua means not the blowing of the shofar, but Psukei Zichronot Upsukei Shofarot. Zikaron here means Lahaskia, means to mention. It means speaking about Tua. Rashi says that is the Zichronot in the shofarot. Two Bachot we said, Rosh Hashanah. Zichronot, remembrances, shofarot. Shofar blowing. We have psukim, ten psukim about each one. And why do we do that? Lizko lahem akidat itzchak shekarev tachtav ayo. Rashi says something which is clearly agadik, that it's to remember, that God should remember for the Jews, akidat itzchak. Shekarev tachtav ayo. In other words, what does one remember when one hears the shofar? When you hear the shofar, you think of what it's made out of, which is the horn of a... Ram, when you think of a ram, you think of Akedat Yitzchak, where 
the ram was sacrificed in his place. So we have a hint to a hint to a hint. You mentioned Psukim about Shofar. Shofar reminds you of a ram. A ram reminds you of, of Yitzchak. Pesach Ramban has various reasons not to like this interpretation. The most important of which is the interpretation implies that the saying of the Psukim of Zichronot and Shofarot, Rashi does not mention Malchuyot, presumably the same thing, is the Oraita. That's what the Pasuk means. Rashi isn't just quoting a, a, a Medrash. It's the only interpretation he has. It's the only explanation he suggests. The Pasuk means Zichron Trua. This day is a day of mentioning Trua or mentioning remembrances. That implies that saying these Psukim, which we find in two Brachot, is the right and the Ramban proves rather well from a Gemara in the end of Rosh Hashanah that it's the Rabbanan. The Gemara says that if you have a choice, you live in a small town and no one can daven or blow shofar, you have to go someplace else. And you have a choice of either going to a place where they blow but don't daven or daven but don't blow. In other words, you can either hear the Ketch or say the Shmonesri, including the Brachot of Zichonot and Shofarot. So the Gemara says you go to hear the shofar. Why? Because it's the Oraita, whereas the Brachot, Shmonesri, davening in general, is only the Rabbanan. So the Gemara is quite clear that it's only the Ramban, therefore the Ramban rejects this Rashi. There are answers for Rashi, but that's not our concern today. We want to continue in the Ramban. What is the correct interpretation according to the Ramban for the expression Zichron Torah? The Ramban says, Abar Zichron Torah Kemo Yom Torah Yelachem. It's referring to the blowing of the Shofar, not the talking. Zichron Torah, the word Zikaron doesn't only mean a memory. Zikavon means, as Rashi in fact has implied, it means to um, bring something to the fore to mention, if it's in speech, or to produce in some other way. So Zikron Trua means a day in which you produce Teruah, the blowing of the Shofar, and therefore it means exactly the same as Yom Teruah Yelachem, the comparable Pasuk found in Bamidbar, Hashanah, it doesn't say Zichron Trua, but it says Yom Trua. The Ramban says both expressions mean exactly the same thing. Now this might be a bit disappointing to us. We would expect that if there's a slight and yet apparently significant difference between two parallel psukim, the Ramban might explain the difference. But the Ramban here says there is no difference. Yom Trua, a day of shofar blowing. Zichron Trua, a time where the shofar is heard. Then he explains, but despite the fact saying the same thing, he then goes ahead and says, Yomar, what does it actually mean? Shenariya bayom hazeh, we should blow on this day. And it will be for us a remembrance, remembrance before God. He leaves out this part about Akedat Yitzchak. It will be a remembrance before God. We should be remembered. So the man leaves out the symbolism of the horn, the shofar, the ram. If you make a lot of noise, God remembers you. You should blow on the shofar that God should remember you. He then proves that that's what it means. There's a mitzvah in Sefer Shemot that we should make um, trumpets, not shofarot, but trumpets. And it says that you should blow them whenever you're in trouble, whenever you want to, on, on, on holidays, and when you have a, a difficult time, when there's a war. 
and you blow it, and and the blowing of the horns will be for you a memory before God. So quite clear in the context there is that it's a kind of prayer. You you blow, and God pays attention to you. He remembers you. You're in trouble. You should blow, and God remembers you. So the Ramban says this, in terms of Pshad at least, he leaves out everything about Akedat Yitzchak. He simply says, you blow that God should remember you. And then Ramban explains the difference between these two psukim. There it's talking about trumpets, and it's talking about part of the sacrificial service in the Beit HaMikdash. Whereas here, so there it says, "Biyom simchatchem uvmoadechem utkatem b'chatzotzrot al alotechem v'azivcheshamechem." You should blow the trumpets over during the sacrificing of your olot and your shlamim. But here it doesn't say that. Here it's ibabat ruastam. Doesn't mention chatzotzra and doesn't say anything about a korban. In fact, the next pasuk says, "And you should also bring a korban." So that's how we know that two important differences. Points these differences out. Apparently, they're important. Here, therefore, we know that hinei atrua zot einatrua hahi. Obviously, there's a difference. So, this is not that tua which is a chatzotza al korban. Vezot eina ala korban. It's not done together with a sacrifice. In fact, it's not done in the temple. Aval he chova bechol Yisrael. It's done. I think this means in all of Israel, meaning in every single Jew. The word Yisrael doesn't mean the land of Israel. Yisrael means in the community of Israel, the people. Vehi b'shofar. It's not a chatzotzot, but sofar. Ki lo tzivavadayin l'asot chatzotzot. We don't know anything about chatzotzot. There's been no command to make chatzotzot. If, if you don't have to make them, they don't exist yet. V'stam kol teruah b'shofar hi. Kwa shenema vavata shofar teruah. So Roman says, if it says lahariya or yom teruah, stam, that means a shofar, as opposed to which means a trumpet because it says so if it doesn't say anything it means automatically shofar and two it doesn't mention the korban so therefore it's everywhere and for everybody the Ramban apparently has an interest in making these two distinctions these two distinctions will be crucial in understanding what's taking place there it's a trumpet and it's part of the korban here it's a shofar and it's for each individual Jew We still don't know, other than the meaning of the word, a blowing which causes us to be remembered. We still don't know what the point is, or what the meaning is, or why it's being done. And so the Ramban says, immediately, The Pasuk has not explained the reason for this mitzvah, why we blow. And why on this day of all the days do we need to be remembered? And why it's a holiday? The Pasuk says, Holidays have reasons. Pesach is because it's a Mitzrayim. Shavuot, the Ramban says, is in the Torah, for the reason that we know, Matan Torah, Sukkot, well, it doesn't say any reason here. So why is this day a holiday? Why do we need to be remembered? And why... Do we blow? Ramban answers, the Torah doesn't have to explain it to us because it's obvious. Aval. Mipnei shehu bechotshosha yom kippurim. The next pasuk will tell us that this, on the 10th of the month is Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur, we know what it means. It's Yom HaKippurim, the Day of Atonement for your sins. 
So this is on the month of Yom Kippurim, Berosh HaChodesh. Not just the beginning of the month, on the first day of the month, the, the root of the month is the first day, and that's Yom HaZikaron. Nireh, it's clear. Shebo Yiyeh Din Lifanav That's how we know that this day is Yom HaDin, the day of judgment. The phrase does not appear in the Torah. The Ramban says, how do we know it's a judgment day? Because we know it's a special day. And we know it's the beginning of the month. And we know that in the middle of the month, on the tenth day of the month, there is an atonement. So, atonement has to have a judgment first. This must be the judgment day. Shubo yiyeh adin lefanav yitbarach. Kibam yadin amim. Barosh Hashanah, yeshev the kisei shofet tzedek. Ba'acharechein, ba'asarat haimim yisa the pesha avadav. It makes sense, there's a judgment day. Then there's ten days where God bears sana pshaai, carry my sin, meaning suffer it. Let the sin exist. Let myself exist with the sin, with the sin and, not, and not punish me. As Remez, Ramaza Katuv, the Pasuk hinted, and no more than hinted, to that which we know from the Vim and Avot HaKtoshim, we know that's because we know what Roshan is about. We know because the Gemara tells us, because Chachamim tells us. So the man says, yes, this is a Mesorah, a tradition which we know from the Nebiim and from the Avoteinu. This is the meaning of Rosh Hashanah, and it's hinted at, and no more than hinted at in the Pasuk. How is it hinted? By connecting it to Yom Kippur. Now, the man here was trying to explain why this day is Yantif, why you need to be remembered, and why you blow Shofar. He hasn't explained it, but the answer apparently is that the shofar is a remembrance. You need to be remembered because it's a, it's a din. The Ramban has a drasha called the Rashat Rosh Hashanah. And this, there's a section there which is very parallel, almost word for word, to this section there. But there's an extra piece there where he explains that zikaron and din always go together. And, and the Ramban shows there that the Zikaron and Din go together. In fact, many of the examples he brings from Sukkim refer to sins. It's remembering our sins. Whereas here, clearly, because Yom Adin, we're asking God not to remember our sins, but to remember us, to pay attention to us. So maybe Zikaron, what the man is saying, doesn't so much mean to remember, as it means a day of accounting or reckoning of I would say better, since in the end it, it, it obviously means to help us out, as we'll see in a second in the Ramban, it means to pay attention. The fact that it's a Yom Hadin is not so personal. It's, we're in trouble, because it's the Judgment Day. So we appeal to God to remember us, to pay attention to us, to save us eventually from the Din. So just, it's not just a matter of remembering, knowing everything. Yom Zichron Chuah, here the word Zikaron, is see us, pay attention to us, perhaps even feel us, know the problems that we have. And the means of that is the Chuah. The Bible hasn't explained why. We quote another Pasuk. When you blow Shofar, God remembers you. That's the end of the Ramban. So we've explained the words Zichron Chuah. You blow Shofar that God should remember you, and we've explained the context because it's Yom Adin. 
of course, the explanation of the explanation is missing. Why? What's the connection between shofar and remembrance and din? But the has proved that these are the facts. The explanation of the explanation in this case is al derech ha'emet. A Kabbalist will come into the Ramban, and I wish to refer to it, or at least uh, perhaps summarize it, because of the very important concept which arises in the Ramban's understanding of blowing shofar. The man wants to explain the pasuk which we recite right after the long shofar Rosh Hashanah. Blessed is the nation which knows Torah. The man in that Rashi mentioned asks to know how to blow. A lot of people know how to blow, not just the Jews. And a lot of people who don't know how to blow will also be favored by God. What, what does it mean, they know how to blow? It means technical knowledge of how to blow shofar. No, it couldn't mean that. So the Ramban explains, the word tru'ah is tru'at milchama. We have two words for blowing shofar, tkiah and tru'ah. We have two kinds of sounds, tkiah and tru'ah. But also as a verb, laria is to cry out. And the Ramban says it's found in the context of war, very often. Tru'at milchama. In other words, Nomban's uh, allusions, Tru'ah means din. When there's a war, when there's a battle, when there's judgment, a battle is judgment. When there is a judgment, there is a Tru'ah. It's not sounded by those who are being judged, it's sounded by the judges, by the army who's marching to punish, to conquer, to chastise, they blow on trumpets or shofarot. That blowing is called tiru'ah. You should have the other pasuk, yom tru'ah, a day of tru'ah, means it's a day of judgment for you. Yom tru'ah lanu. And that's why it's a Mikra Kodesh. The blowing of the Shofar, which is the Din. It's not just, it's not like we said before, the Din is some sort of a hint that you can find in the background. No, he says that's what it means. Zichron Trua means a day of judgment. Why isn't Shofar mentioned? Why does it say to explicitly to blow the Shofar? Ki ha-shofar remez ramaz bayom v'hatru'ah bo. V'nehu yom din b'rachamim lo tru'at milchama. The man actually explains what he's saying even though it's, in the beginning only alludes to it. The word yom in the Ramban means v'achamim. Daytime is mercy, nighttime is judgment. He says explicitly here, zichron tru'ah is yom din b'rachamim lo tru'at milchama. Notice what Ramban is saying is Zichron Trua is a compound phrase that contains within it almost a contradiction or a tension or a paradox. Trua alone means din, judgment. Zichron Trua, a remembrance of Trua, the memory of the Jews, putting ourselves in front of God, that He should, as I said before, pay attention to us, a reckoning, an accounting, is a Trua of Rachamim, not a Tru'at Milchama. 
In other words, it is a truat milchma. That's what the word truah means, Rabban says. But by, by putting it in the context of yom truah or zichron truah, we're saying it's din which is wrapped in rachamim, which is an internal contradiction. We're all familiar with this. Is Rosh Hashanah a yom of mercy or a yom of judgment? So sometimes we use the phrase which appears in Chazal and in the Tefillah. It begins in judgment, then God gets up from the seat of judgment and sits in the seat of mercy. The Ramban says it's a, it, it's a bit different. It's, it's somewhat more complicated. And it's, there's an internal contradiction here. It's not that half the day is like that. Half, then God changes his mind and starts being merciful. The Yom Hadin, by our blowing shofar, we encase the Din in our Zikaron, in mercy for us. The Pasuk explicitly says Tru'ah. Shekvar Kabbalah beyad Rabbeinu v'choyisar roim at Moshe Rabbeinu. We have an ancient tradition going back to Moshe Rabbeinu. Shekol Tru'ah pshuta lefanei pshuta lacharei. What we call Tru'ah is the middle blowing. Tru'ah oshvarim. How do you know you blow a tekiya before a tekiya afterwards? The word tekiya doesn't appear in Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara says we know it. It's a fact. It's a tradition that goes back. There's a proof in the Pasuk, but it's a tradition going back to Moshe Rabbeinu that any time you lahariya, you put a tekiah before and then a tekiah after, which is called pshuta. The tekiah is called a simple sound. It's another, it's name of the tekiah. That's called pshuta. The man is saying is that the tekiot is the mercy surrounding, encasing, enveloping the truah. It's not a day of mercy. It's a day of din. But it's a kind of din. It's not half and half. It's not only day of mercy. It's by definition a day of judgment. By blowing shofar, by putting our breath, perhaps our souls, our insides on the line, we take the cry, which if it had been, let's say, a war, what cries? The cries of exaltation, cries of attack, cries of wild uh, uh, jubilation. Of the of the of the, the the forces, the enemy swooping down, giving these war shrieks. That's the tuah, but we don't allow it to remain that way. We encase it with zichron tuah, with tkiah tuah, tkiah, with yom, with daylight, and then tuah. Hatkiah he hazikaron, v'hu hashofar, v'hatiruah kishma. Tuah is like it sounds which means Tuat Milchama, a cry, a shriek. Tuat is a shriek, but Tkiah, simple. So what does it mean? What is a simple sound? It's just us. I think the explanation is that a Tuat has real content. The Gemara says that it's sighing or crying, two different versions. Tkiah is simple. So what is it? It's just a sound. It's just too... I think what it is, it's, it's just breathing. It's just us. It's just our simple souls without any embellishment. And and on either side of the of the war cry, or what would have been a war cry had it been left alone, you surround it with real human beings. With zikaron. It's remembering what we are, who we are. And then the tru'ah changes its nature, the man says. It's din berachamim lo tru'at milchamat. It's still din, but it's not a war cry. It's din barachamim. God judges, but you can judge mercifully. 
the, the usual interpretation that I think some of us have learned in school in kindergarten that God is either din, stern judge or loving, merciful father. The man says it doesn't work that way. God, of course God judges. You want God not to judge means you want God just not to pay attention to you. God judges but one can judge mercifully. And judging mercifully means making sure the judgment isn't the impersonal attack of an army but that each person should be seen. Now I think we understand what the man said back in the pshat that's two things. One is that it's Shofar and not a Chatzotzra. Man says that Shofar, for reasons that he doesn't make clear, Shofar represents mercy. Perhaps even for the reason that Rashi mentions, that it harks back to the Akedat Yitzchak, as opposed to the Chatzotzra, which is an artificial construct. But two, the man says it's individual, it's not on the Koban, the Beit HaMikdash. In other words, all, all of Israel is one call. It's individual. It's the single cry of every individual person, B'chol Yisrael. Each one of them has a mitzvah of shofar. We don't, each person doesn't necessarily blow because we're all Yotze individually with what we hear in Shul, but it's not a, it's not a centralized mitzvah. It's a mitzvah of an individual, and that's the way of encasing and closing the din. B'machamim, it should be the zikaron of each individual person. As the Gemara says, that each individual person is judged individually. Kivnei Maron. And that's what it means, Ashrei Ha'am Yod'ei Teru'ah. Not that they know how to blow, but they know how to turn judgment into mercy. It's a secret, hidden skill, which is only Am Yisrael, that we know how to surround judgment um, Put mercy into the judgment of God. Both those expressions, these are the psukim we say after Tkiat Shofar. Tiferet is for the Ramban an attribute of mercy. Uzamo, strength, is an attribute of din. Tiferet Uzamo, the mercy of your, of your judgment. Of course, since it's that, it's not just a day of din, it's a day of merciful din, you have to have tshuva. Obviously, it has to be tshuva. Aval barosh shana mitiachev midat adin, umanhig olamor, midat akipurim, bimidat arachamim. Rosh shana is starts with din, yom kippur starts with rachamim. Then Rabban says, Rosh shana yom din berachamim. He takes it back. Rosh shana is yom adin. It's essentially Yom Din, exhibited, or like we said, encased, enveloped with Rachamim. Yom HaKippurim hu Yom Rachamim. Bidin. It's essentially a day of mercy, but it's in the guise, it's in the form of, of Din. Va'asera, I'm skipping two, three lines now. Va'asera Tayamim, the ten days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, Yirmoz, we're still in Kabbalah now, Yirmoz Le'eser HaSfirot. Ten days is for the ten Sfirot, the ten emanations, the ten aspects of God in the world. Why? Ki biyom ha-kippurim yitaleh bahem biyigpa Hashem Tzvakot ba-mishpat. Kayaduah ba-Kabbalah. Ban says that there is a 
We just explain now that you're putting together contradictory attributes. Din and Rachamim. Rahman says in Yom Kippur, without explaining, I don't know the what it means myself, but it's all ten different attributes of God come into some sort of harmonious whole. And that's why it takes ten days to do that. Yom Kippur, the tenth day, Yit'aleh Bahem. God arises, ascends in all of His different ways of relating to us. And that's the ultimate judgment of Yom Kippur. Okay, the last line I didn't really intend for anyone to understand. I didn't understand it myself. And since Ramban put it in here, I thought I would quote it. Let's get back to the main point and just to summarize. What Ramban is saying is, Pshat, Pshat Zichron Ramban says that means, since we know it's a day of Din, Zichron we try to arouse mercy. Explanation of the explanation, Zichron Tua was meant to arouse mercy by having God remember us. It's to accept the din, but change its nature. To change din from being stern and impersonal to being the judgment of a individual who God remembers, pays attention to, feels, understands, knows. And that's the purpose of Tkiyat Shofar. Tkiyat Shofar consists of two parts. Tiru'a, din, but before and afterwards, on all sides, surrounded and encompassed with my simple breath, who I am, my memory, my, my memory in God's eyes, a human being created by God, and therefore, Yom Din Barachamim. Yiratzon. We should all be zocher the Ktiva Vachatimatova. Shnat Chaim. Tovim. Arukim. Vishalom. Xerot Tovot. Ishurot Venechamot. Be back next week after Rosh Hashanah when we will talk, in fact, about Pashat Hazino. Kol Tov. And Chag Sameach.